It's Full Metal Jackie, bringing you two full hours of metal. On the show with us this week, really excited to say we've got King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizards. Stu McKenzie, how are you? What's up, Jackie? I am good, thank you. How are you? Doing well. So happy to have you on the show for the very first time. I'm a huge fan, and the band is once again keeping us on our toes with the electronic heavy new record, The Silver Chord. Stu, coming off the thrash metal Petro Dragonic Apocalypse album, why was now the right time to go all in on an electronic music album? Yeah, we've been talking about um, doing this kind of thing for a couple of years. Uh, we've made a few records that have been pretty electronic heavy, um, but I think it was a, it was something it was a challenge that we wanted to to do eventually was to you know see how far we could take it and 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 put the guitars down and the, and the, the drum kits down and, and stuff and all these things that um, we love playing and always will, but feel comfy and to kind of get get out of that comfort zone and to just get freaky and kind of see see what we could do. Stu McKenzie of King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard with us on the show this week. Going back to Petro Dragonic Apocalypse, this is Gila Monster. It's Full Metal Jackie. We've got Stu McKenzie of King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard here with us. And Stu, you've done something pretty awesome here, in my opinion, putting out two versions of the Silver Chord album. One narrows the song to radio-length single versions, while the other offers all sorts of improvisations with each epic track why the decision to put the record out this way and do you personally have a preference on you know which style you prefer are there any songs where you prefer the shorter versions to the epic jams i mean we've done a lot of uh long form songs lately um and a lot of epic songs and 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 done a lot of recording kind of based around improvisation lately over the last few years and that's been really sick but anyway when we were talking about making this record the idea was always to to actually keep it really short and considered and concise and and trim the fat and and we we have made records like that before but not for quite a while so that was kind of enticing but as we started making it 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 was pretty I mean, the, the jams were just fun and, and kind of once we got in the zone with with the new setup and the sound and everything we we were just recording these like super long epic um passages of of improv and some kind of like real special moments that it, it was starting to feel sad to cut um a lot of that stuff and i think yeah the idea was thrown around like very early kind of in the recording stages to we should just do both. Let's just let's do two versions. So it was kind of something that we thought about while we were recording a lot, and um, it was liberating, honestly, in in the end because it kind of let the song sort of go go two places at once, which is which is cool. So yeah, it was um, fun to make it like that. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, Stu McKenzie, with us on the show this week. It's Full Metal Jackie. Quick break. Up next, a tune off Judas Priest's Invincible Shield, which is coming out in March. Music from Metallica and more with Stu. It's Full Metal Jackie, Stu McKenzie of King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard with us on the show. And you guys have shown a knack for trying out different styles over the years. And Stu, admittedly, you've said you play the synth more like a guitar and are still leaning into it, though, not fully versed. Having done this, do you have the bug? Like, would you like to incorporate more synths in the band's music moving forward? And do you see this as something you want to refine more and possibly revisit again when you feel 
more experienced at the instrument? Yeah, I suppose a little of all those things. You know, when it comes to kind of writing songs and and where that kind of you know the next few records and what we do next, it's it is truly pretty hard to say. I feel like we've got maybe a couple of years of, of foresight of what we're interested in doing and. I mean, you know, the next record we're kind of working on is is, is guitar heavy again, um, and so I don't know. I, I think you've sort of just got to um, be open to the universe. I think, well, that's the, that's kind of my that's my philosophy with it with it anyway. And and uh, whatever will be will be. We've been doing a lot of kind of like more electronic leaning stuff in the live sets lately, but you know, more or less, we're still kind of a band centered around guitars and, and, and that sort of thing. So yeah, we'll see. I think I think we just need to um, get out there and play and and just just be open to it. Up next, Jamie Josta of Hatebreed is gonna be checking in with us for Josta's weekly pick from the pit music from Dio. We'll check out a new architects track. Stu McKenzie of King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard with us. He's gonna be picking music. It's all on the way. Metal Jackie with Stu McKenzie of King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard on the show with us this week, talking about the new album, The Silver Chord. And Stu, I'm loving the cover art. It calls to mind something like a 70s or early 80s Devo or Kraftwerk cover. Knowing this was the direction you were taking, how much did you immerse yourself in the history of electronic music and any influences on this record or current electronic artists you'd like to shout out for the work that they've done yeah uh you know and when we have made records um that are sort of more i guess like further away from you know like what i would consider our at least live show sort of like wheelhouse sound we've always gone to a place where there was some familiarity in it you know we have done a couple of pretty heavy records and and they've always kind of been you know the heavy ones for instance have kind of always been around thrash metal and and, and that's sort of because i mean a lot of us grew up with that sound and it didn't feel like a stretch it didn't feel like we had to get the history books out and like get our heads around it the, that music's kind of like in our dna and whether we'd actually kind of gone to that energy before you know we we just had that feeling and, and and kind of like just needed to tap into it and i think the same goes for the silver chord i think i don't know like dance music's inescapable for starters in just your life and and going to parties and going to raves and and going out and stuff as as a as a young person um and that sort of thing i think for me personally it's probably music that i ingested when i was young so I'm talking late 90s, kind of like early, mid 2000s electronic music because, you know, I'm born in 1990 and that's like what my brain consumed and that sort of thing. And then on a probably more personal style kind of tip, I, I am and have been very obsessed with a lot of kind of like 70s, especially German kind of like early electronic artists. And you mentioned Kraftwerk and Devo and that type of thing definitely has influenced Gears a lot over the years and, and I think found its way into the sound of this record. I think we're still trying to do trying to do like a like an old fashioned thing. I mean, we, we recorded everything to tape and, and did a lot of um, non sort of modern type of things too, which, you know, we're just kind of audio nerds, so that stuff's fun. 
Full Metal Jackie here with you. Coming up this hour, the Death Clock Brutal Pick of the Week. Music from Pantera, Anthrax. More with my guest, Stu McKenzie of King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard next. It's Full Metal Jackie with King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, Stu McKenzie. And while much is being made about it being the band's first all-in electronic music record, and synths are a big part of that, this actually started out of a drum sound, correct? Like, can you talk about the process of getting to where this is, where this is the direction you were going for the new album? Yeah, I mean... Yeah, yeah, yes and no, and yes and no. I mean, um, we've had uh, since be the backbone of songs since, you know, right near the start of the band. And we have made records which have been built around since two, you know, obvious ones being Butterfly 3000 and Made in Timeland, um, where there's definitely a lot more synths than there are guitars on those records. But we've never done anything that was like what we would consider all in. You know, Butterfly 3000, for instance, still has acoustic guitars on it. It still has, you know, a regular drum kit, or a quote-unquote regular drum kit, acoustic drum kit, let's call it. And, you know, organic sounds, and we were kind of leaning on those textures too and, and that sort of thing. So, yeah, like I said, we were talking about doing something like this for, literally for years. But, yeah, it, it was a spark when, when Cavs bought uh, the, the Simmons kit, which, um, which I, I want to say is, like, early 80s. I might be wrong about that, but I think it's early 80s and they're sort of, like, hexagonal um, drum heads. It's, it's very cool, very stylish, and it has this sort of, like, synthesizer brain that you, you plug the, the pads into, and it's, it's kind of like early tech electronic drum kit. Like, you know, early, early versions of that sort of thing and, and not a huge amount of parameters and and all the sounds are kind of like based off and boom, you know and, and, and you sort of got to like find your, your, your sweet spot you know in the psh in the bowl but you know as soon as Cavs kind of plugged it in and set it and hooked up to the speakers and we started around with it it was just like damn this thing is sick this is the this is the this has got to be the backbone of the record we, we got to commit to this so we, 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 we definitely did commit to those dinky sounds and there's no sort of um, sequence drums on the record. There's 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 a drum machine that kind of comes in and out, but it's it's really not really not doing a lot. Like Cavs is holding down the drums. He's playing the drums with stick still. Where you know things aren't quantized, and then the Simmons kick kind of allowed him to play like a drummer rather than a machine, I suppose. Which I think we were interested in doing. You know, in a way to kind of like maybe put sort of our our or you know a, another little way to put our like stamp onto our version of sort of like electronic music and and figure out how we can still you know play as a band and it was recorded six of us in a room all together just everything plugged in hit the big red button start record you know go to the end so the, the simmons kit was allowed us to kind of play like a band very sick it's full metal jackie coming up music from baroness we'll hear from a member of death clock for the Death Clock Brutal Pick of the Week and more with King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, Stu McKenzie. It's Full Metal Jackie, Stu McKenzie of King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard uh, with us on the show. And Stu, check it out the band's socials. The group recently voiced their support of adding an Indigenous voice to Parliament in Australia. As stated in the message, there seems to be some misinformation on this matter. So why was it important for the group to get involved, to lend their support 
and provide some clarity? Oh, I mean, you know, like we as six white dudes from Australia, we just want to be an ally and like, you know, stand up for what's right and um you know uh, i don't know i i feel as though we've tried to do that as much as we can um as a band in you know very privileged position so uh yeah that's something something we we do uh try and do as as much as we we possibly can while also on the political side earlier this summer the group took part in the time-honored rock tradition of dressing in drag during a stop in Tennessee where drag bands have been on the table by the state. How much fun was picking out your dresses and is it gonna be a yearly tradition? Yeah, you know what? It's funny you, you mentioned that to me because we were actually talking about that show just today. Um, we we booked, we have a show booked on the same date and uh, we were talking about that show and yeah, it kind of became apparent that it was the same date and we just thought, oh, this, this should be a tradition. Like this is, this this feels good. This feels like a celebration. This feels really positive. And, and that's how it felt in Tennessee, you know. There was, there was so much kind of talk leading up to the show about, oh, you're going to piss people off. People aren't going to like it. It's Tennessee, you know, there's a lot of conservative people there. But, you know, it, I just think people should just be able to be free and express themselves. And it, it was really not very much of a calculated decision. It was just like, oh, you know, if we can just, I don't know, like even do the tiniest bit of, of helping people to, um, yeah, just just feel comfortable expressing who they are. And and uh, we're able to donate a bunch of money to a trans right, uh, rights charity, um, a US-based one. And I don't know, for us, just feels good to, to do the right thing. And yeah, we'll continue to do that sort of stuff as much as we can. And with a band as prolific as King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, what's on the horizon early 2024? Uh, we have a lot of shows. It's like two separate US tours, a Europe tour, some South American dates. It's, it's stacked of dates. It's going to keep us busy all year, which is great. And we'll keep recording where we can, fill in the gaps, make music, write songs, do what we do. Basically, pretty much all we do. Three, three of the six of us are expecting little ones in the next couple of months, um, which is exciting. And yeah, just, just kind of like you know, music and and life, and just keeping the train on the tracks. Stu McKenzie of King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard with us. Stu, thank you so much for taking the time, and good luck on this new record cycle and uh, all the things uh, that you have in the works. Thanks for your time. Thank you, Jackie. Appreciate it. Up next, new music from one of the highly anticipated new metal releases of 2024.